Cool 97. Live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM, and this talk segment is sponsored by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. Feel the difference in your skin with handmade organic soaps. Alternative Skin Care products will help with most skin conditions such as eczema, acne, dry skin, and hyperpigmentation. Follow on social media at shop ALT Skin Care, and of course, you can email them shop ALT Skin Care at gmail.com. So, we're going to be talking about anger. Yes, I am so angry and <laughs> no i am not i am not an angry individual but let me say this that i have a very special individual with us tonight inside the studio of cool 97 fm and she's no stranger to cool 97 fm she is family kiki how you doing what's going on aj girl <laughs> <laughs> that's what i that's all i can say girl yes yeah i know that you are doing well i know that you are coping Mm -hmm. with family and other things and i know that um you are in purpose and i'm going to tell you why you are in purpose dre i had absolutely no idea where we were going to go tonight with the show Right, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm thinking to myself that I'm just gonna be playing music, so I'm gonna text Dre to say to Dre, We're just going to play four hours of music tonight because I cannot come up with a topic, <laughs> and topics are always going in my head. And I'm walking around here, um, on Wednesday evening, and I'm saying to myself what it is that I'm going to be um, doing um, inside Singles Life earlier in the morning. Um, my 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 friend my 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 it's almost like she's my my co-worker i should say um she's the one that does my flyers and so forth and so on for me and she had sent me something about blessed are the peacemakers and we had a conversation mm-hmm. surrounding peace and when <laughs> we need to fight and that sort of thing mm-hmm. little did i know that it was a a build, build up to yeah, what was what, what was to happen so i'm here Kiki, last night, walking around, I'm saying to myself, I don't know what I'm going to do. And something dawned on me and said, anger. I text her and I said, I'm going to do anger, but I don't know who my guest is going to be. And I may just have to do this show on my own. (laughs) Dre, I sent out the flyer this morning. No guest. (laughs) I don't know if you got a copy. It had absolutely no guest on it. I don't know. I am driving home (laughs) this afternoon. (laughs) And who gives me a call <laughs> Kiki sitting over there That's and I right. said to her I want to do this show later on and it is about anger and she says I will That's right. I will because it's something that I've lived with yes. for years 
and persons looking at you, they would not. My dark. No, they my, would not. No. Dark, it's work. It's a lot of work. So um, I'm happy to be here, AJ, yes. first of all, before we jump into anger. <laughs> um, you know, but one of the things that I want to say to you as well is I just want to say, give you your roses while I while we can. Yeah. And um, from the moment I arrived here at Cool 97 FM, you have been one of the realest ever. AJ no, AJ no, no shift, she no twist, she no shift, she no move, she no shift. Yeah, and I, I applaud you for that. Thank you and so I'm, much. And I'm happy, I'm happy to, to be sharing space with you tonight, so... And I'm happy to have you yeah. um, inside yeah, Singles Live. Yeah, man. Yes, I so, thank you so much. So for starters, um, when you talk about anger, it's so, it's one of those things where it's a powerful emotion. It's a powerful feeling. It's one of those things that can drive you to either doing good in some cases mm -hmm. when it comes on to protecting or whatever it is. And then it's also one of those things that, that can change the trajectory of your life um, and anger isn't so much the, ish, the issue but the issue is what you do with it when you feel it mm -hmm. there's some persons who are more prone to being reactive and responsive to anger and there are others who are actually trained nurtured or even if it's nature that is just their temperament that they are able to control anger some people are able to rationalize and you know work things all the way through while others are reactive um for me anger was something that I, I i can't tell you that i think i was born with it at all i think it was something that was nurtured in me because of the environment that i grew up in and so i just only recently learned that my father actually suffered from psychotic rages but it went undetected as a mental health issue mm -hmm. and apparently most of the men in my family actually dealt with this whole thing of psychotic rage so it's a case of it was a thing where you're just not supposed to ramp with lose people <laughs> like literally whatever community they were in because if you ramp with one it was a large family the whole of them are gang up mm -hmm. and that was just their way of expressing and it was their way of reprimanding us it was their way of ex expressing love if they were being protective of you but it wasn't something that was i believe beneficial to the younger generation mm -hmm. who was experiencing the wrath. So, for example, when my father was getting physical with me, whenever he would have a psychotic rage and he'd get physical, I'm talking about machete. Broadside of a machete being used to slap me, to beat me. Yeah, I'm talking about being punched and knocked out unconscious by my father. I'm talking about, like, like legit extremes here. I mean, even to this day, if I eat too many peanuts, my temples lock up. My, especially my left temple because of how I was battered in my head yeah um, and what you tend to find is when you're in a situation like that especially in a home where you're taught to revere God and respect God and you're supposed to respect elders you know and you're supposed to do things a certain way when you yourself start feeling anger building up inside of you and you get to the point of fighting back mm -hmm. something inside of you snaps because now you realize that this is somewhat a protective mechanism because this is getting really dangerous now, you know, for my own well-being. And I remember at the age of um, 15, just before I left home, my father and I had one of the nastiest brawls ever. And I'm talking about him choking me until I'm almost losing consciousness. I'm talking about my, my, my fingers are in his mouth and I'm scratching for dear life to get him to not choke me. Uh, my mom used to have a board 
that she used to sleep on for her back and he literally lifted me up in the air and slammed me on the board and it broke in two so i'm talking about violence here you know um and so for me it it sparked something inside of me where i forever lived in you know them say fight or flight yes so I'm the, type, I'm the type that any song mm-hmm. i'm hyper aware and what i was never able to control and this is what i'm realizing as a child is that i had to mimic as children you mimic mm-hmm. so i was aware as a child that if i don't mimic my father's energy this could go really badly because whether i was quiet or arguing back or whether it didn't matter i didn't have to do anything to fuel it once it started it was almost like you couldn't control it you know what i mean and so when i started mimicking that energy it made me know very in tune so if you start get upset mm-hmm. i'm ready ready to I'm ready to feel yes not even yes. not even to to to, to, to I, i'm not doing it intentionally mm-hmm. you know what i mean but i can feel it start rising up it's in a protective me. mechanism it's a protective mechanism yes you understand so people would always say yo she hated it and mm-hmm. the funny thing is because you know the stigma lord she looked this way and she looked that way and all the assumptions that people make but they don't understand that you're looking at 15 years of training 15 years of modeling you're looking at 15 years of training mm-hmm. and then i also used to hang out a lot with boys so for me I'm, I'm rough around the edges you know what i mean because boys for me were my comfort zone because i i saw an authenticity in boys that i didn't always get to see in girls and i used to, i love laughing like there's i love laughing and when i when i used to hang around with the boys that's what used to happen you know when boy and boy get together and them crack joke and them they take nothing serious and it it kept me safe you know what i mean in that space but it also taught me uh, again to when you're around boys i was quiet so you know sometimes when you're around a girl you might be required to use your words to express i never had that so for me because it was a case of be seen and not heard i felt a little suppressed so i don't know i didn't learn until later on in life how to use my words to express what i feel mm-hmm. so i'll feel it and remember now when you grow up in a house of trauma sometimes you have poor boundaries so i for me i snap and people couldn't understand so you're pushing me and i might say something to you or i might not because i don't really i don't i really don't want the conflict but if you start step to me too much I'm a can't manage it. Mega snap. Mm-hmm. I'm a snap. Men are really business. So people will say, oh, she just moved from zero to a hundred. It's not that I moved from, a z- from zero to a hundred. I was making you aware verbally of what you were doing or the boundaries that you were crossing. Yeah. And so it, it's taken me a while. It's really taken me a while to get to where I am. I still struggle. You know what I mean? I still have that battle because having gone through everything that i went through for so long it's almost like your brain is almost wired a particular way and once your brain is wired a particular way it takes work because it's almost like reflex so i can feel and it happens so quickly that's what that's how always throws me is the refractory period is so it happens like that and i'm just like whoa <gasps> how did mm-hmm. i how, how did, did i, I get, get here, here? Mm-hmm. you know um but again i'm of the opinion again that what triggers me is when i feel I'm not being heard or when I feel things are unfair so either or mm-hmm. are my triggers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so the older that I've gotten I've now had to say all right Carrie is this really unfair or is it not 
and I've also even had to implement uh, a boundary somewhat with even my children because you would have also needed to understand that I started doing exactly what my parents were doing to me to my own children initially before I said whoa I don't want this anymore this is not serving anybody so I had to say to them guys and thankfully I have boys like People see me with my boys and don't understand that gender to gender, if I had girls, I'd, it probably would have been a damaging experience for my girls because I've been in the process of healing and my boys have made it that much more safe for me to heal. Um, and so I've had to say to them, you know, okay, guys, here's the thing. If you hear mommy on the top of our lungs, you know, maybe you have some wiggle room. But the moment my voice drops a couple of registers, mm-hmm. and if I ever say to you calmly, and worse if I have a little smile on my face, if Run. I say to you, mm-hmm. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. If I say to you, I am serious, it means stop whatever you're doing. Just stop whatever you're doing. Come here, try to save you from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just analyzing um what 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 Kerry's saying and I had thrown out some questions to um individuals. Why are we so angry? And coming out of this conversation, one of the takeaways so far is that it's a protective mechanism. Because you're unable to express it. In right. Any way. And this uh, mechanism starts to build um, because most, or would I say most likely for us as, as a people from childhood traumas. Mm-hmm. That is what I'm getting out of this. Okay. So you look at a, a young man, and they, they just kind of focus on our young men in the society, mm-hmm. and you're wondering why they are so angry. Where my BF so far? You don't know the background. The background. And also, you have to bear in mind that when a child's psyche gets gets shifted mm-hmm. really quickly, it's it's... The child is a human being, as small as you might see this child. This child has boundaries. You cannot infringe on a child's boundaries like the child is nobody and not expect the child to resent. And then where boys are concerned, there is an energy shift that we have to be aware of, right? Masculine energy to masculine energy is one thing, yeah? Men and men communicate differently. Mm -hmm. A boy's father can walk in and say, yo, deal with this for me now. And he's going to pay attention, yeah. masculine to masculine. What happens when there's no masculine figure, solid masculine figure in the home? And now mommy has been taught like how I was taught. I was taught that, yo, if you're a single mother of a boy, you need, for, rough you need to rough him. Mm-hmm. No, I was already rough. You can't tell somebody like me that I need to be rough. No, if anything, you need to tell me, Carrie, you need to lay off. Because of that thought process, when they told me that you don't want your boy disrespect you, you're a single mother, like, my baby couldn't move left or right. My dip on him like, white power rice, no, my you, no. Mm-hmm. So, I will knock you so, out. I will knock you So, yeah. what do you think that's doing to him? Mm-hmm. That is now making him feel a level of resentment towards the female figure in his life because that's not the energy that we're supposed to exude. You get what I'm saying? So, when you have a mother who is taking that dominant, almost masculine-like role for her son, the son might not be able to fight back with her, mm-hmm. but he might fight back with another woman. And, yeah. and not only that he'll fight back with another woman, it doesn't have to be a physical fight. He can fight in terms of being passive-aggressive. He can fight in terms of just shutting down and ignoring women. He can fight back in terms of both degrading and downgrading and disrespecting women, or he can get physical with a woman. Mm-hmm. Is that what I say? Mm-hmm. So, 
it's not just the way a woman speaks to a man alone. I'm just saying gender to gender where that comes from. And then if a father, again, keeps bullying his son, putting down his son, you know what I mean? Everything the child tries to do is never good enough. That child is also going to gain resentment. However, also similar to how we are, quote unquote, taken advantage of as a society by or parties who are put in charge, which is a form of abuse, which is also what adds to the hostility of us as a people, but we'll talk about that later on. If you keep pushing someone, they're going to take it out on someone who they think they can get away with. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to go and fight daddy. Because mm. them, 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 in the back of their mind, they say they can't fight that, they can't mm-hmm. manage. But mm. they're going to go to school and take it out on people teacher. who mm-hmm. they think are the weaker ones, or even the teacher. And because we're relational beings, if they can't manage whoever alone, they're going to now find like-minded people who are just as broken, mm. who have temper issues just the same, and don't realize that it's temper issues they have to go and carry out whatever deeds they have to feel better on the inside all it is all anger is and it's not anger let's be clear all the reaction is that volatile reaction is just a way to get it off to get it out of your system essentially because you were never taught how to properly feel it and we have to stop as parents getting uncomfortable when our children are expressing their emotions you have to watch parents you know when a child is crying too much and it frustrates a a parent sometimes a parent might snap at the child because they don't know how to deal with it if a child is displaying anger no just just like it, it, it sweeps under the rug, mm-hmm. calm, calm down, down, or they in turn Don't. shout at the child. Mm-hmm. So the child doesn't understand how to regulate. Self-regulation is important. So the, 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 the whole concept is not to teach people that anger is bad and anger is this and blah, blah, blah. Because if there's a lion rushing you in the jungle, you're going to need you're that adrenaline need, yes. and that anger to survive. Mm-hmm. It's a survival mechanism. That's why we have it. Even Jesus at one point when he went into the temple and they were gambling had a moment of losing his cool. It is a human instinct in us, right? The the. the devastating part comes in when you don't know how to control it because if you don't know how to control this thing that is in you and you think it's okay to take it out on other people who are innocent by standards by bystanders it's almost like you're bleeding on people who didn't cut you and that not really that, that can't work though can't work. Can't so work. again my, my, my battle is because it comes so natural and because that, that trigger is so strong, I'm now having to get to a point of just saying I commit. Like I literally am committing to just letting it all go. You know? Can I sit down in a room and have someone talk crap and not feel my blood boiling? You know? Can I be in an encounter and just not get thrown by it? You know, how can I just use my my words more effectively to get across what it is that I need to get across? Or how can I just simply be quiet, you know, and just not even react? Because will this matter two years from now, five years from now, you know? Um, But again, everything in your life happens for a reason, AJ. And you have to remember my past as well. And I can tell you, some people will ask me, how did you survive two years in hell? You know, as they'd call it. And... I just knew what I had in my back pocket. <laughs> yeah. I knew what I had in my back mm-hmm. pocket. I'm not going to walk around and step to you. I'm definitely not going to step to you. But 
if you step to me, you're going to defend yourself once again. Yeah. Um, that 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 protective right. mechanism. What is not energy I want to walk mm-hmm. around with? Can I say? Because you give karma, mm-hmm. it's gonna come back to mm-hmm. you. But it's a it's a it's a it's a rough process, man. It's a rough process. You know. As, as Kiki saying, it's a process. It's recognizing something that um, persons who are angry mm-hmm. um, have to recognize is what are your triggers. Yeah. Really yeah. identify slow down. your you triggers. Slow down. If you know that that red headphone that Dre has <laughs> over there is your trigger, you need to identify it. You need to name it. You need to know what your triggers are. Just somebody asked, why are you so angry? And you've never really, even though there are persons who really cognitively, mentally, they can't answer that question. And it takes a lot of, I would say, and you can, you can, you can, you can, we can speak about that when we come back, Mm -hmm. um, Kerry. It it takes, it takes some amount of soul searching and self-reflection and looking at that side of you that no good according to some individual which we need all the yin and the yang but looking at that dark side of you i said i am capable of doing that which is dark why am i capable of doing such action what why do i react in that dark way yeah so as you say you know kerry some people we were not taught to look at the darker side of us as individual you know so some people you put know, it aside it's, and say, it's oh, a it's hypocrisy not me. will you I come back yeah from the break but it's a hypocrisy well, we're we're that's talk not about me it. i can't do that oh yeah. i would never do that but there is a side of you that is dark reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by alternative skincare the only choice their handmade soaps are 100 percent organic and can be used by men and women of all ages available at KW Bloombox Face Forward Cosmetics, Fontana Waterloo and Montego Bay remember follow um, at shop at ALT Skincare that's shop ALT Skincare on social media. Going to the break we'll be right back Cool 97 Schoolist, Cool 97 FM. Want to say hi to all our friends joining us via the World Wide Web. Kate Paird, how you doing? Serena, how you doing? Shay, how you doing? Ian, thank you so much. And Ian says, Kiki, thank you so much for your transparency. <laughs> yes. And so let us get right back into the conversation, reminding you, though, that this talk segment is brought to you by Alternative Skin Care, the only choice. So before we took that, that break, I was saying that we must recognize that dark cursed side of us as human beings. And a lot of individuals um, want to pray it away, put it underneath the rug, but don't pay attention to it um what do you have to say about that i mean i think it's just like a level of hypocrisy somewhat you know because it's coming from how a lot of us were raised um i think a lot of the the it's one thing to know how to carry yourself you know carry yourself like a young lady you know you're not supposed to speak you know speak this way or behave this way and you know um and it was almost like this 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 false 
sense of like like this is exactly who you are supposed to be you know as opposed to a a, a differentiation of this is just how society would like you to behave in a way that's appropriate you know it's how a young lady should carry herself blah 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 whatever it is but it's almost as if you're supposed to just be this way all the time and just as you said ignore everything else so every side of you that is emotional let's sweep that under the rug Mm -hmm. every side of you that isn't pretty in terms of anger or whatever let's sweep that under the rug you know because it's not supposed to exist but we're all not one cookie cutter cut you know Mm -hmm. everybody is different and i believe for me um it was identified early where my temper was concerned right but it was a case of acknowledging my anger would mean that my caretakers would have to look within themselves so it was um it was much easier Mm -hmm. to say let's not do that right now let's just leave it on her so it was okay to put the labels on me it was okay for me to now be walking around explosive and having to deal with the consequences either at school or wherever it was that I might have lost my cool you know or to be labeled and to carry that around with me for years not knowing what to do with it where to place it how to manage it how to you know what I mean what is this thing what am I going through what is this I don't like it it don't feel right you know what I mean but it's so second nature what is that but again any form of acknowledgement at that age of or stage in my life would have required a little bit more soul searching for those around me which not necessarily an easy pill for parents to swallow it isn't it It really isn't. isn't so a lot of times you'll see a child acting out quote unquote and the first thing that they'd want to do is say hey What's happening with this child? But if you dig deeper with the child, you're going to lead it back to the parents. Hmm. And if the parents aren't ready to change, then the child will never get the help that they need. You know, uh, some a conversation that I had with one of my my mentors, um, and she was saying that whenever a parent takes a child into the counselling office, <laughs> it's almost like the child she, raised themselves. She asks the child to step out, and, <laughs> and mommy and daddy, you come in because this child is not behaving that particular way because of the child but because of something that is happening Thank within you. the home. Thank you. So listen, listen so. I don't waste my, I, I mean, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. don't waste your time but, but you yeah. have to look at the root cause exactly. of the child's behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Children just don't wake up I, and I start behaving in a particular way. I remembered I was in school, um, prep school at the time actually, probably in grade two and now this is a child who would go to school with <laughs> with blood stains on her back because I would have been beaten so badly and again bear in mind that I wasn't a bad child like that you know what I mean and I'm not differentiating good or bad I'm just saying that it's not like me do anything over the top for deserve it but this is just how my father reacted and he used to have one of those thick leather belts mm-hmm. and so Whenever he'd go off on me, beat me with leather belt, it would wail my skin. And I was like seven at the time, you know? And I remember I'd go to school sometimes and just sitting back on the chair would press on my blouse and you'd see blood stains on my blouse. Um, he moved to just breaking the prong and switch off a tree. And that's what he'd used to beat me. And I'd hear the whip whoosh, 
mm-hmm. the pangonauts mm-hmm. switch coming down against my skin. Um, and I remember in grade two, we were put in punishment. Like uh, the whole class was asked to stay back and be quiet. You must be really quiet. And I'm sitting in the classroom and I'm doing my best to be quiet, you know. And I remembered my, my best friend at the time. She wouldn't stop talking. And so there was a monitor at the front of the classroom who called us both up. And I was like, I can't afford to go home and get no more beaten. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. And they put us in the front of the classroom, AJ, and she wouldn't stop talking. And I turned around and punched her dead in her stomach. Like, just stop talking. Again, I didn't have the words. The words. And my school said, hey, you got to go. Have to go to counseling, man. Like, this is it. You definitely have to. You have to go to counseling. And I remember when I walked in, I'll never forget her, Dr. Walters. And um, we just started talking. And she said to me, Carrie, I need you to understand at this age that there's nothing wrong with you, baby girl. Mm-hmm. There really, mm-hmm. And I need you to hold on to that. Yeah? I really need to speak with your parents. Mm-hmm. And I had to hold on to that, you know? But the fact is, this AJ, they're not evil people. Yeah? My parents legit just didn't know they any didn't know better. any better. They probably needed parenting themselves mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I say that with the most love and the most respect and the most humility. You get what I'm saying? Because in my 15 years of being at home with them, it's not like my dad would get up every day and beat me. And I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you as it is. Yeah. But whenever he would, it was so extreme, s- extreme mm-hmm. that it stood out. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I mean, I just got to the stage where you just kind of realize that even if it is that you weren't responsible for creating the mess in your life, it's your responsibility to clean it up. And so that's what I've spent my life doing, yeah? Just becoming a better version of myself and not playing a hypocrite into thinking that, oh, as I was saying in the break, hum, I'm walking around and I'm floating on air and hum, I've you know. I've got this, I've got, got, I've yeah, got this. I've, I know. It's, it's work in progress. Mm-hmm. It's work in progress. And again, when something is so deeply rooted, um, it takes a little time for it to, you know, come out. So as you said before, I've, I've, I've prayed, you know what I mean? But prayer is one aspect of it. It still requires you to do the work. Counseling is one aspect of it. It still requires you to do the work. And when you've been trained, as I said before, you know, where anything is automatic, I really legit have to disconnect from the situation to wrap my head around what is going on. And I tend to find if I talk and I talk and I talk, because I know I'm using my words, but if I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk and I talk, I'm almost tempted to react in to knock your lights out. Yes, to react in that like way. Like I'm, um, I really get tempted. So it's best for me to probably walk away. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that you are here with me um, tonight as an individual who um, have been through bouts of anger. Yeah. And I want to ask you though, because when we do see persons acting out, especially our young girls or young boys um, on social media fighting and, 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 and doing what it is that they're doing in terms of expressing their anger in, in that negative way, um, it takes someone like you who have walked the yeah. walk to show empathy Instead of being so judgmental. And it's pain for them. It's pain. So when you see them acting out that way, number one, it's release. It's misdirected anger and hostility. 
yeah that means that there's something in their life that's causing them so much pain mm -hmm. that this is how they are reacting and their variables that are fueling it it's their environment because now anger beat up stab up is almost like a natural thing you know what i mean i heard of an incident where i think they said like a 15 year old boy lost his life because they were gambling playing around and gambling and somebody bet his best friend that the best friend couldn't stab him mm. and the best friend did and killed him you know what i'm saying there are many the, the influence of and i'm not discrediting it but it plays a role it's a case of art mimicking life or life mimicking art whichever it is it still has a, 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 a role to play, you know? So when you have all these variables, and now if you go into your mother as a child and you're trying to express to your mother that something hurts and the first thing, or your father, and the first thing you tell you to do, shut up and toughen up and man up and this doesn't make no sense. Or they don't like even, you, they're not even they're there. They're not even there. There's a level of coldness. You start having children who believe they are alone. They're not understood. The pain of feeling like you're not worthy, like life is unfair, you know, like feeling like you're less than that pain that happens whenever somebody steps to them. The first thing they want to do is release all of that on the person. So it doesn't matter. It could be the tiniest minuscule thing to the bigger quote unquote atrocities in their mind. It no matter. It's the same reaction. So when you see these things happening, it's brokenness, it's emptiness, it's pain, it's misguided hostility, and it is not, it's, it's not being taught how to manage it. So I don't know why, man, why managing emotions is not taught in school. I don't know why anger management, for example, not taught in schools. Like, I really don't know why you don't include this as a protocol, so to speak. You know what I mean? How to regulate your emotions because you can't just tell me book, book, book before I take out my book. I'm a human being first. And the very first way that I expressed myself was with emotions. Mm -hmm. The very first way when I came out, I cried if there was something wrong. If there was nothing wrong with me as a child or a baby, I don't have words. But you'd know that I was fine because I was happy and cooing and carrying, and on. carrying on. But if yeah. I was wet or my diaper needed to change or if I was hungry or if I was hot or if something, I'd cry to let you know there's something wrong. So why why is it now that when I get up and I have words and I'm saying to you, hey, or I'm crying to express what I've always shown you're you that I, you're telling me to stop, you're, you're disconnecting me from myself. Then you wonder why we're hostile. Because we're, you're forcing us to disconnect from what is natural to us as human beings because it makes you feel uncomfortable about the emotions in you that you haven't dealt with yet. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's more of a human approach as opposed to trying to camouflage everything. Oh, you're excelling in school? You're awesome, yeah. I have nine CXC subjects or nine CSEC subjects or whatever you want to call. I'm on my way to college. But when I get to be in my second year of university, I'm going to kill myself because now I'm overwhelmed. Because mm -hmm. I've just, I've just self-imploded. Mm -hmm. I've just imploded. Yes. I don't know how to manage anything, so I just, I can't bother. I'm out. So instead of taking out the anger on somebody else, let me just take it out on myself. Take, so it out on yes, and that happens. Yeah. That happens. So it, we, we're, we're dealing with a broken society. And the broken society is coming from many different angles. You know what I mean? Um, we talk about mental health and why the stigma is there about people not wanting to discuss mental health. But a lot of people don't know that even coming from slavery, prior to slavery, you know, when our ancestors were here, if someone was displaying any emotional disturbances or mental health issues, the whole team, the whole 
community would rally around them. You know what I mean? Whether they might make herbs for them or, you know, pamper them with love or whatever, they were surrounded by love. Slavery came in and people don't understand if slaves displayed any signs of mental health issues. They were burnt mm -hmm. in front of everybody to see because the, the slave owners wanted to send a message. When you, for example, have a man who is seeing his wife or anybody else being burnt to death, you know what that does to, to the psyche? You know what that does to the psyche of a woman, but even worse, a man, because women are wired differently. You get what I'm saying? Um, and so we've had a lot of men who are present in the home, but not necessarily present there. So we've had a lot of women carrying the role of both parties for a very long time, and we don't even realize the imbalance, you know? Um, and then when it comes on, for example, to even politics, then raise the price here. The, we don't learn our rights from an early age here. Yeah? So if you don't, if you're not educated on something, it's the easiest way for somebody to control. You know, get what I'm saying? And so you come in and you don't educate about certain things. You know, people don't really know their rights, but you do this and you do that. And as a nation, collectively, we feel like we're being abused. Mm -hmm. As a nation, we're unhappy as a people because we are of the opinion that even though the government, whichever side, says they care about us, we don't feel like them care about us. It's like somebody, an abusive man saying, but me love you, mm -hmm. but me I beat you. you. Mm -hmm. And then me say, oh, him love me, that's why him a beat me, because if him not beat me, him not love. it's an abusive type relationship. But instead of us coming together and saying as a nation, no, we don't want this. No, you can't raise the price of ticket to $25,000. We can't afford it. No, we don't like this. We don't like, instead of taking a stance as a nation and directing it to where it needs to be, we take it out on each other. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So crime rate arise, this arise, everything arise, and people complain. They complain and complain and complain. But who are you complaining to? Where are you lodging the complaint? Are you complaining by yourself or do you have a collective community that can come together to try and effect change? So there's a whole heap of different things at play, but I think the hostility of the nation is because we're tired. We're tired mm -hmm. on many levels. You understand? People from inner city communities tired. People from rural communities tired. You understand? Even people who have it tired. tired. They might drink and smoke and sex on the whole place half of the time. Them tired. Mm -hmm. It's just that they have a different way to, ex to express it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad you say that about expressing um, anger in a, in, a, in a different way because it is, you can either internalize or you can express it. Something that Kerry mentioned um, earlier for those persons who sometimes suffer from um, high blood pressure in that flight or flight mm -hmm. mode yeah, and you're wondering boy how is it that I cannot get my blood pressure under control because you are in that fight or flight yes. body. so what it is is that your body literally as humans so even in the in the animal kingdom a gazelle is being hunted by a lion when the lion chases that gazelle all sorts of chemicals are released into the gazelle's body, like bloodstream, just to enable it to try and get away to escape from the land. And after it escapes the land, it goes right back to normal. Mm -hmm. Humans don't do, do that. that. So we literally exist in a space that we are not created to live in. We live in a high stress mode and we're not, we're not supposed to. So that means if I can just think a thought and release the chemicals, in my body, I'm literally damaging my own body without realizing it just based on the thoughts alone. And even sometimes when you have, when, you're, when your body is trained a particular way, just like me, so I would have lived in fear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would have lived in fear for the first half of my life. 
because I didn't know when it was going to jump off, how it was going to jump off, and it was visuals as well to accompany the physicality of it. So not only am I feeling it, but now you have to remember that my father is also abusing my mom. So I'm seeing it. So it was a whole bunch of stuff happening. So for me, I fear, anxiety, always looking around my shoulder. You understand? Hyper in tune. It's like, what is going to jump off next? So if I don't become aware and intentional, I'm killing myself, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what people need to understand. So either you're going to kill yourself one way or the or other. Slowly but surely. Or so you just it, you it, really it, it, have it to outwards and it yeah. react to so someone things, else. So things like journaling, counselling, meditation, you know what I you know what I mean? Prayer. Um understanding your triggers once you get to there. But the key for me in terms of all of this is forgiveness. Ah, I was just about because to say that. A lot of people don't understand that in order for you to heal, you have to forgive. And you hear it all the time. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. And in that whole journey of forgiveness, it's so much lighter when you're trying to fix things without the burden of having your people in your heart. You know? Like, I, I understand that mistakes were made. I get that. I don't walk around with it in my heart. I'm not bitter towards it. I'm more focused on how in the world can I fix this? Mm-hmm. How can I fix this for me? How can I fix this for others? How can I fix this for the persons around me, the persons who encounter me? You know, how can I become the best version of myself before I die? Because I'm sure when I did and I forgot answer. Yeah? I can sit down and say, but them did do and them did do and them did. No. No. You have a, a brain and a mind of your own and I'm sure you would have heard a hundred times that you have to forgive and if you chose not to forgive then you're just as bad as the perpetrator you're literally just carrying up the perpetrator around with you and you don't even realize it you know it's like someone said to me once if i give you a bag of tomatoes and every tomato in the bag represents someone who would have hurt you and i say to you hold the tomatoes and carry them around first of all make sure you walk and pick up all of the tomato them for everybody will hurt you and everybody love pick up tomato and this one did the this and this one did that and that one did that. And I'm sorry, I could walk on with it for a day. And you walk on with it for a day. Yeah, everybody hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I say, walk on with it for about two days. <laughs> them hurt me. Four days. <laughs> them hurt me. What do you think I'll come on the fifth day when the tomato them start rotting? Mm-hmm. Tell me if you're going to want to walk on with it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so quick you drop it and say, okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm carrying this <laughs> thing this around with me. No, and it don't have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at the end of it, it's still it's still work that you have to do on yourself. But forgiveness is a major part of the healing mm-hmm. process. And it doesn't mean that it's going to automatically get up and disappear. Because you're human, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and your brain is the greatest computer ever in the world, you know. So in the world, so you just have to understand how to rewire and reprogram it. And that's the other part that I think is keeping people in trapped into their past and what they would have gone through. Because they don't know how to use their brain to overcome it yeah and so even for me i've been on this healing journey this process of personal development and growth since 19 years old i'm now 43 years old so when i tell people i've been doing the work i've been doing the work i just still have some remnants of things that were so deep rooted because as i said not just the anger but the reaction how i react to it Mm -hmm. was a matter of life or death for me and it was life or death literally by the hands of the person that i love the most in this world 
So that's not somewhere you just get up and get over like that. It takes healing and it's levels. Levels. But my ultimate goal is to get to the point where it's not dead anymore. <laughs> what, can we, Kiki, what can we say to an individual um, who is so angry, but not just angry, but also hopeless, where we just not have nothing to live for, so if me punch, the, well, yeah. if me knock out the person, and the person die, or I'll go get a gun and shoot up somebody, because I just don't, I, I, me angry, but me hopeless. Anger and hopelessness in the same place is a recipe for disaster. What can you say to an individual like that? Me look like God. No, tell me what mega say. Tell me honestly what mega say. Like, if that is a person now and they're listening and I say to them, Hey, you know, there is a different way to approach it. There's a difference in life. You don't know what the next second holds in store and things can actually turn around and change for them. You think I'm going to just listen to me just so? It sounds nice until something actually happens. Yeah? You have to understand how difficult it is for persons to overcome their environment mm -hmm. yeah and i can have the most powerful conversation with someone we can hold a big blow or reason with a gunman or a bad man in another moment there and i'm say, yeah you know some get it and him turn on and say you know some i got change and put on him gun and before him can turn around after him put on the gun somebody take him life mm -hmm. you understand or somebody step to him and because he's so wired by his environment yeah, we just had a conversation. It no matter because it's like second nature. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, product, so, product of our environment. environment. And this is what my thing. If you want to ask me the truth, how we do it, how we affect change, is there's a place in India that teaches their children the power of self before anything else. So when a child comes into the, this world, they're taught that they're divine beings having a human experience. Mm -hmm. They're not a human. They are a human being. Even the word says it. If I say being to you, what does that reflect? Or what do you hear when you hear the word being? That you're a human, but you're a spirit as well. Yeah? And these children are taught, literally, the power of staying connected to source, staying connected to God, being guided, understanding nature, appreciating oneness. They understand that when that saying says we are all one, mm -hmm. we're all one because we're connected to the same source. You understand? It's like a power strip and everything is plugged into the power strip. It's different plugs. It's a power different things, but it's the same power strip. They understand oneness, the same source. Yeah, We take on the whole foreign culture and independent culture and everybody you over there some me over yes a doggy every man, dog doggy every dog, man dog, yeah and then them on. and then i know have to give up my divinity based on my social standing based on the texture of my hair based on the color of my skin based on my gender you understand so everything now defines me and where so where i live going to define must define where how i'm going to turn out in life you understand the type of job i have must define who i am all of these external things robs us of the true experience we're supposed to be having in this space so until we grab everybody i say whoa you know we only brainwashed you guys so we could get away with everything we needed to get away with but you guys really are power everything you need is already inside of you yeah, not because you come from garrison mean that this is your destiny. There's so much more to that. But how do you tell that to a person who don't have food? How do you tell that to a person who don't know where the next meal come from? How do you tell that to a little girl who's walking on the road and just get gang raped? 
How do you tell that little boy who was just beaten for whatever reasons? How do you tell that to people who are hurting and in pain? So until whoever is in charge and the powers that be understand that they need to address these issues on a psychosocial level, on a social level, on a mental level, and not just do a bag of talking and take up people money and spend. Like, come on now, if you really genuinely care, the problem could have been fixed from 19 how long. But why would that benefit you? It not benefit you. Mm-mm. No. You, your pocket still need to get fat. You still need to push the Audi. And you still need to push the Land Rover. And you, need to, you, you still need to go up on cruise. So, it no matter if the baby girl don't done a Timbuktu, the pond the ground, a ball, got them just gang rape her. Yeah? So what we're dealing with is a society of pain. Pain bearers. And until each person individually starts owning their own hurt and their own pain and healing, one healed person can heal another. I heard a, a, a psychologist say the other day, and I loved it. You know that saying when them say hurt people, hurt, hurt people? people. Mm-hmm. Hurt she people, said, heal people, heal people. Heal people, heal people. And when she said it, I said, genius. Mm-hmm. When are we going to fix what we need to fix individually? So collectively we can all grow. Mm-hmm. Until we understand that we all have the power to heal ourselves, we are doomed. Because then the healing must come from girls. <laughs> the healing must come from intimacy. The healing must come from weed. The healing must come from how much money we make. The healing must come from mer man, mer boss. Healing must come from everything else. But where it really supposed to come from? Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Mm-hmm. Well said. Singles live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM. Maxine, how are you doing? I used to learn to let things go. It's all about awareness, you know, being absolutely aware. We have to learn these skills on our own or with help mm-hmm. and uh, when we're gonna when we, when we when we come back from the break we're going to um chit chat a little bit more about asking for help and seeking help reminding you that this talk segment is brought to you by alternative skin care remember their handmade soaps are 100 percent organic and can be used by both men and women of all ages available at kw bloombox face forward cosmetics fontana waterloo and montego bay and you can follow at shop alt skin care on social media going to the break We'll be right back. Cool 97 Radio. Singles Live on the nation's coolest. Cool 97 FM yesterday. <laughs> yes, we know how it is. And of course, tonight's show is about anger, and we have with us uh, Kiki, who mm. is uh, visiting, <laughs> uh, who is visiting, and of yeah. course, sharing her life story. I wouldn't even call it just it's a, not a life story. It's, not it's, just, a it's, life. Just, it's just anger. Anger yes. is just the topic we are dealing with. Right, yeah. sharing her how she has 
you know, That's learn cool. to control and to grow mm-hmm, yeah. uh, and to deal with anger. Anger um, being meted out to her by her, her, her father. And also, you know, we internalize um, anger. And then, as she had said before, we took the break. I heard people heard people. And healed people and heal people heal people so it's both heard people heard people and heal people heal people and you are in the process of healing and also healing others yeah yeah (laughs) i am you know and i mean as i say healing comes in many different layers many different forms there's so many things that i've you know completely healed from um and as i said to you before i think this is just the tail end of what i've had to deal with because again it's like second nature you know it's like if if i'm able or if my anger is able to protect me and I don't feel there's anyone else there to protect me, then why would I just want to leave it alone like that? You know what I mean? Especially in a quote-unquote cold world or a scary world, you know? Um, so it's just been it's just been like almost like a security blanket at, you know, some point. But then you kind of get to the point of realizing, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe not anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you just know where it is, know, know where it lies, and it, will, it should only come out when it needs to come when it out. It needs to come out, that, and that is the most important thing: yeah, is that it yeah. is not you don't yeah. kill it off, no. you don't ignore no. it, you know that it you is know? there. And all, the old time people don't say, "Let's sleep in dogs, that dog's lie. Lie. So yeah. we know that it's sleeping you know? over there. You stay over there, so no, no, me no say you're over there, so you know. It's Today's like, not the day you're going to come out. You drain, not drain that side that of me. <laughs> drain, I am not something that. Andre Allen Casey, you know, Mm -hmm. says, I am not giving power to you to draw my negativity out. People who suffer with anger anger issues don't see it as that Mm -mm. at all. They see it in the reverse. They see it as this is how I'm protecting myself. Yes. Yes. So that's literally how they see it and that's what what the issue is. You understand? So I'm not seeing it as I'm giving you my power but that's what it literally is. I'm allowing you you understand and whatever you're going through to throw me off but remember we spoke about mimicking before. You guess what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So literally, we don't know who is mimicking who. So if you have a whole group of children who don't know how to control and they're mimicking each other's energy yeah. and the teachers are mimic energy, so the teacher tell you things and you tell the teacher things and it's just a whole environment for it you know what i mean but as i'm i'm reminded of my my temper reminds me of cyclops i mean x-men fans will understand what i'm talking about <laughs> you know what i mean so that's how what my anger reminds me of cyclops if if i not focused yeah. on where i need it to go <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just it's yeah it's just yeah devastation um and you know at the end of the day i can't i can't do what i'm doing and I don't want to say not be able to manage it, but I don't want to do what I'm doing um, and not be able to learn how to manage, you understand, my, my anger, so to speak. So it's all part of the process, you know what I mean? But it's just one of those things where I just want to be transparent about completely so people can, you know, not have this whole, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, hunky-dory. It's all, no, it's, it's it work. It, and it's yeah. work, it's work. How do you keep yourself... Um, calm 
though. How do you how, how do you do that? <laughs> you identify yeah, so you, you know you, you identify the trigger, you know, so this situation is really getting to me. What um, do you do? It's it's a lot of intention. So um meditation first and foremost um is a is a big deal, you know, um for me. It's it's something that I, I, I need to get more committed to. Um, I think overall, healthy that being one with nature, meditate, pray, all of these things, you can do little things at work for you. You understand? I love dancing. Oh God, I love dancing. I love music, you know, so I can zone out. So for me, for example, driving on the road used to invoke a lot of anxiety for me. And people wouldn't even understand. I'm on the road driving and I'm because there's so many things happening mm-hmm. and it's like you know and then you know the windshield wiper might come up to you and you know if you want to step you know it's like you know it's a lot to navigate people who go through traumas react differently to different things so you have to be very aware of what your overload is and what you're going to do with the overload and i'm hoping that whatever you do to unwind from the overload doesn't cause you more damage in the future you understand? So if you overload at the end of the day because this trigger you, that trigger you and stuff until you're able to know how to maneuver and manage these things, it don't make sense for you to go and hit up the bar mm-hmm. and drink. Mm-hmm. It don't really make sense for you. Yeah, it, it, like those are escapes, but that's not necessarily dealing, you know, with the issue. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of it is just being aware you know, mm-hmm. just trying to be as much as you can in the present and anything else. Because your mind, your mind will run away with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But identifying if you if you stay present, you know, it helps. But I'm not the one to sit down and talk now about how to stay calm because Rudy's still, like, Rudy's still like, trying to figure it out. <laughs> but at least you have some, at, at, you, say you have some techniques that you yeah. use to help you, yeah. Um, yeah. to help yeah. you along, lo, along yeah. the way. Yeah. Um, and self-talk, you know what I mean? A lot of self-talk, you know? So if it is that I never had that reassuring voice for me as a child, um, I definitely have to say, Carrie, you know, you're good. Carry you safe, you know, you're good, babe. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, we could do this, we could, you know, walk through this. Like, you know, you have to like positive self talk, you legit have to, yo, you have to legit reparent yourself, you know. Like, when you get to be a certain age, the things that you didn't have as a child, when you get to be an adult to fill that void, you literally have to reparent yourself with a nurturing voice, a caring voice, a supportive voice. It might even sound ridiculous to some people, you know what I mean, who probably have never gone through trauma. But if you've gone through trauma, it is so important for you to, to change the narrative of that inner voice to become your own safe space to guide yourself and say you know what you can do this because there's nothing louder than your own than your own, own voice. voice right right yeah um angie angel um <laughs> boy you need to come and speak with me it, it, don't sweat small stuff what triggers me dirty dishes in the sink and leaving the toilet seat up i reach 100 quick um i have learned over the years is don't sweat the small stuff i know what i have in me but it takes something it really takes something to really push me to the limit and i was about to ask you you should tell us because you're calm and it's I chill am. and it's I, chill I, I, I am i am it takes something to really push me to the limit and to push me to the limit you'll have to touch my family 
There is a side of me that I am very protective of the persons that I love and care about. Right, jo, so, jo, so it's Jo, no, jo no when my when when mm. we ready for go nanny nanny it out, you know. You understand? I will, I will, I will fight, mm-hmm. but I'm going to fight for human rights and justice. Right. I will right. fight you, and I will fight you to death for my family and the persons that I love. I don't like persons taking advantage of others. Mm-hmm. I don't like persons um, taking advantage of human beings or beings on a whole. Right. So, though that is my trigger, that is my trigger. No, no, and, no, and no, Again, and you know it's always to just exercise wisdom mm-hmm. because you know surprisingly enough sometimes a conversation can change so much and that's 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 the, the key part that we keep missing you know if you do something that i might be upset about and i can respectfully say to you know aj when you did do this while ago mm-hmm. it never feel right and you can say you know say before you defend and deflect acknowledge you know someone never mean nothing by it though at least good god can we just Acknowledge. acknowledge you don't acknowledge. have to deflect that just no, acknowledge. acknowledge that's it yeah and then once you acknowledge you can then say to me this is what I meant by it though because when you had done this this is how it came across to me and we have a conversation I hope you know that's strengthening our bond mm-hmm. that's strengthening our communication yeah but we have a tendency where Something trigger we are automatically the other person wrong. And automatically we have to step to the other person and, and, and it's this energy. And no, no, I never and it's like, whoa, whoa. Just just listen. Like be quiet and listen. And I don't mean just listen Kaya try to think about what you need for say next. But actively and constructively listen to what the person is saying. It means that something, even if it's on them. Even if the trigger is within them, something that you would have done would have triggered them. Mm-hmm. And all them I said to you is, yo, something never feel right a while ago. You in that moment, you actually have the power to help them figure it out, you know. And you might be surprised that them can turn on and say, you know, sir, true, you know, sir, this true. really have nothing yeah. to do with you. I really mean, you know, but we have missed out communication completely. Yeah? So everything is a deflection. Everything is a defending. Everything is a blaming. Everything is a criticizing. And then we'll just go to the park. You know, so this did happen. And because we're friends, yeah? So you go to your bridge name. And yo, you know, so AJ do this and blah, 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 and the friend of mine go side with you. Yeah. Because half of my friend them are yes, man, them. I would even realize it. You know, I have the friend who say, but hold on, Ledre. Oh, you did approach it. You did this and make you start look within yourself. Yeah. yeah? And then you could have probably say, yo, AJ, you know, some really should not deal with it that way. Yeah? Like the communication is completely gone. Mm-mm. Yeah, you understand? So and it's going back generation to generation to generation. You think if my father because my father endured abuse as well. Because his father had psychotic rages. You get me? I say, can you imagine what that's what that was like for my father to grow up with that? For him to be able to do that to me? And don't get it twisted, because anybody who know my father can tell you I was my father's eyeball. What a contradiction. Me a demand eyeball. And he treated you that way. But when him snap, it's not that mm-hmm. he treated me that way. When the man snap, him not have no control. So which part me I go learn control from? Unless me sit down and start teach myself what control look like. Me don't know what control look like. Because if you go fly from zero to hundred, I me survive. Yeah. Then we may find control from. It's something that I have to intentionally develop. You get me I say? So at the end of it, we can't walk around blaming 
we have to empathize. Mm -hmm, that's the word, empathy. Yeah, to empathize. It means that my father was hurt and hurting. But there must come a point where adults have to stop and take the responsibility of what they might have done and turn around and see how best they can heal the children. The generation before us don't have the capabilities for that. Have you ever tried to have a conversation? I don't know you specifically, but there are some people in my age group, I'm 43, and if they try to have a conversation with their parents, the parents can't process what they're saying because it's coming across as a criticism. Because for the parents, all the parents were taught is that they need to work hard and provide for their family. And if they're working hard and providing, for the family they have done their job and done their job mm -hmm. well our generation the 40 year olds the 50 year olds are the ones who now have more openness more emotional you know needs who want to foster that and we are the ones who are battling with everything that happened to us because we are saying oh this did happen and why this did happen and our parents weren't afforded the opportunity to even stop to think of what they wanted to do with their lives, what they were put here to do, or how to manage their own emotions. All they were taught was work and provide for you, picnic them and pray to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what mm -hmm. they were going through? Yeah? But it has to stop with somebody. It has to stop with somebody. So I was very aware from very early. So when I saw myself going down that path, I had to pull my children and I had to say, let me just explain this to you. What's happening here has nothing to do with you. Let me take full responsibility and let you know that this is your mother's brokenness that she has to work on. And I have to apologize. And not only am I going to apologize, I'm going to ensure that I honor my word. And even if we have a one book to a moment, the mother knows there's a one buck to a moment because the 98% of the work that I've been doing would show them that I am committed to changing for their benefit, for my benefit, because they mean so much to me. Mm -hmm. They're not supposed to walk around and say, I feel unworthy. Because that's what happened to me. Because I just kept saying to myself, if he loved me, how could he do this? If he loved me, why didn't he change? If he loved me, why it is that he wasn't able to change like he said he would have. It means something did wrong with me. Mm -hmm. That's how my childlike mind interpreted it. What do you think happened when I grew up to be an adult? I had to fight and fight to understand that a diamond is always a diamond. If you roll it up in ish and if you do it all sorts of things with it, just wash it off because it's still a diamond. The value cannot be tainted. Because if I didn't get that, I'd be doomed. I had to come to the point of understanding, which is, I think, the biggest thing for me in my growth process. I had to say, Kerry, your father was incapable of loving you the way you deserve to be loved. And that's fine. It doesn't mean you're not lovable, but I can't walk around expecting any man or anybody else to love me in that way because that ship has sailed. It's with him in the grave. Me can't go dig him up and bury him. I dig him up and say, yo, big man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need it for the way. <laughs> and the way I did, though. No. no. Mm -mm. I had to pull up my big girl panties and say, baby girl, just get this real mm -hmm. clear. You Your daddy was incapable. Not because he didn't want to. But he did not he have did it in him to give. He did not have it in him to give. Mm -hmm. And I've had to release and release because every time I had to release, the pain is still there. So as I'm releasing, the pain is there and I just have to get stronger and stronger with the release until the pain reduces and the gap lessens and the pain is no longer there. You see what I say? It's no longer charged. Wisdom is being able to share what you've gone through without the emotional charge. 
pain is when you hear somebody talking and the emotional charge is still there completely. Yeah, there's a difference. So I still feel it. I did experience it. But I have to become aware that my father has been dead for 20 years now. It's my time. I have the work for do. I mm-hmm. never do the work. Breaking the generational yeah. curse. Come now, I got dead, so. Mm-hmm. Breaking I'm the generational curse. Singles live on the nation's coolest, Cool 97 FM. Want to say thank you so, so much. Maxine, yes, meditation helps a lot. Um, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and one more thing I want to say, AJ, before we wrap is... Mm-hmm. Um, I remember someone mentioning, you know, about like the toilet seats and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's something that we do as children. And um, I just want to encourage parents out there that want to hear me and hear me clearly. Um, especially children from the Caribbean and in, the, in Jamaica in particular. When we grow up, especially as girls, we're taught that we have chores to do. If you never have a helper, me never have no helper, I'm sorry. I grew up, no, say, I have to get up and sweep yard and hand wash clothes and make sure, say, house sat out and wash bathroom and wash clothes, hand wash. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you have chores to do. And when you did your chores, there wasn't necessarily a, an, an expression of appreciation. I want you to mark the word there. They'd come home and they'd almost make it seem like you're supposed to do this. And if you don't do it properly, by their standards, it's going to be a problem. They're going to hit the roof, whether you're a boy or a girl. Remember, no appreciation was shown. Yeah? So in your little mind, you're now trying to do it their way because their way is perfect. And if you don't do it for them, we and them come home and cause why you don't do this? And look how long I tell you. Remember say a chores, yeah, do you know? Remember say everybody has a responsibility, you know. But remember say a little level of appreciation goes a long way. Mm-hmm. So now when we get bigger and the picnic them we ask them to do this, wash the dish them, do this, do that, and them not do it. We are reacting to them the same exact way. Why you don't do? Nah, 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 nah. Worst thing to do for a child. The one of the worst things ever. Because the point is, what you really want to teach this child is, I need you to be responsible. I would like you to grow up to be a responsible person. I won't be in your life forever. And all I'm asking you is to display some amount of remembering the importance of this when i ask you to do these things it's helping around the house yes but it's also training you that when you become an adult you can take care of yourself and whatever it is that you're doing in whatever way i do appreciate it because half of the times you know they might not remember for the dish them you know and they might not remember for put down the toilet seat but they might remember other things yeah so i appreciate that you did da 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 i'd appreciate it even more if you could remember the other things. Now, that puts the ball in their court for them to understand, oh, but this is going to benefit me. Because when you come into the house and start, because they don't care. They might just tune you out. <laughs> because even as adults, we do it. Your husband come home and him do something for you, but then him never do something else. And before you realize what him did do, you start focus on what him never, him never did do. do. Mm-hmm. You understand? You come in, you walk and you bust your behind all day, you cook and you this and that and whatever, and them come in and mess up the house. Nobody not even stops to say thank you. It's appreciation. No one did it for us as children. It was almost like it was mandatory. And so what you tend also happening to find what you tend to find happening is when a boy grows up in that environment and doesn't see appreciation being shown to his mother, he grows up not knowing how to appreciate what women have done mm-hmm. or doing and vice versa. 
So it's simple. Start appreciate what the picnic them are from now and teach them appreciation. Mm-hmm. And teach them with love and care and, and, and guide them. Um, singles live on the nation school at school 97 FM. So before we wrap things up, what is on the horizon for you? <laughs> what is coming up next? Quickly, we're having, I'm actually um, going to be part of a series of workshops, a day of transformation um, on July 30. It's going to be held at the Jamaica Pegasus and it's going to be four sessions in one day. The morning sessions are going to be catered towards corporate clients. Um, you know, if you want to increase productivity, if you want to reduce absenteeism and burnout, if you want to improve communication mm-hmm. and um, of course beast, boost team morale, um, then we're encouraging you to sign up your team members so we can take them through hands-on intensive training during the day. And then in the afternoon are going to be having seminars not as intensive as the workshops but two seminars um and those seminars are, f- are actually free <laughs> for the first hundred women and men that sign up um and they could get all the information at aligned transformation center at gmail.com mm-hmm. yeah but workshop seminars workshop. transformation yes yeah, that's what it heal is heal people heal people <laughs> yes heal people heal people yes. dre <laughs> you hear that <laughs> yep Kiki, I want to thank you so much for joining me inside Singles Live. I could not have asked my divine creator for a better uh, guest in tonight's show. And uh, he delivered. Mm -hmm. There's a saying that I always use, build and they will come. Do the work and they will show up. You don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Don't become frustrated. Just, yeah. do, just do the work. It is, it, it is something that we all are working on something on a daily basis. No matter who we are. No matter what our environment was as a child or no matter what our environment is. There's always something that we're working on. No one um, is trauma free. Some persons may have (laughs) more intense traumatic experience than others, but no one is trauma-free. And let me tell you something, girl. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a story to tell, (laughs) you have to have a story to tell. If you want to call, I don't even call them story, but your life experience. It's almost as though the more traumatic experience you have um, gone through in this life. When you become a healer and a teacher, it is those experiences that it, it literally expands the heart. It ex- those same traumatic experience <laughs> expands yeah. the heart. Yeah. So you're open. You're open to everything. You have empathy towards others. And compassion. And compassion. Because you would have been there. You would yeah. have done that. Yep. So you know, I've walked the walk. I know what you're going through. Mm-hmm. It may not be a similar situation, but I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. And so I want to say thank you so much for sharing your authentic, your real self, (laughs) your authentic self with us inside um, Singles Live. A lot of persons out there can relate. 
when yeah. I tell you, a lot of individuals yeah, can relate to the people fact that... People who are 50, 60, still hurting. Still hurt, yeah, still angry, <laughs> angry. And we need to say it, if you're angry, I am angry. Yeah. I am angry. And make it, and if, and if you, you did something to someone that would have hurt them, stand in the gap for them. Mm-hmm. When it comes back to you, if you are aware, like if you know that you probably hurt somebody and they're stand in the gap for them to be able to share that with you and just say, yo, all right, I get it. I'm sorry. Because sometimes that's all they need. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they also need to know whether they get that apology or not. They, they have to heal. They have to heal. Don't. They have to heal. They have to move on. Thank you so much. Mm. I see Spangy. Yes. I'm sorry. Hi, everybody in the chat room. I just want to be like, yo, that's how I know some train. I sit on all over there, so I see Spangy all over there, so. Man. She's right there. Spangy. Yes, Spangy, you can put her in the night, you know. I <laughs> <laughs> singles live on the Nation School at School 97 FM. want to say thank you so much to Alternative Skincare for sponsoring the talk segment. Remember, they are the only choice our skin absorb many of the things we apply topically so use the best choose alternative skincare natural soaps made from sea moss charcoal aloe vera turmeric and peppermint you can follow on social media at shop alt skin care and you can also email them shop alt skin at gmail.com cool 97 radio, radio.